Hey everyone, before we start the show today, I have an important favor to ask you. Over and over again, we've had people tell us just how much they love our unique show format, coaching everyday freelancers to help them scale. But here's the tough truth. We can't do a show like this on our own. Sure, we could just do a few interviews with the same authors and experts you hear on all your other favorite podcasts, but we love talking with real freelancers in the trenches. So here's the favor. If you've been lurking in the shadows, if you've been listening for a while, but you've never come on the show, we need you. Visit freelance2founder.com and scroll to the bottom of the page where you can sign up to come chat with me and Clay on your own episode. Your business doesn't have to be perfect, your website doesn't have to be live, and you don't have to know anything about podcasting. We want to help you make progress in your business. That's it. So visit freelance2founder.com or click the link in our episode description and we'll chat soon. Okay, now onto the show. Hey everyone, I'm Preston Lee. And I'm Clay Mosley. And this is Freelance to Founder. Every week, we sit down with freelancers like you for actionable coaching calls with one mission. To help you ditch the feast-famine lifestyle and build your own sustainable business. At one point, we were both brand new freelancers, barely making ends meet. But by now, we've started, grown, and even sold a few businesses of our own. And we want to help you do the same. If you're ready to go from freelance to founder, then join the army of freelancers who are taking matters into their own hands. Visit freelancetofounder.com to apply for your own on-air coaching call. And now, get ready to take some notes because an all-new episode of Freelance to Founder starts right now. On today's show, what would you do if you suddenly had to start making full-time money from your business tomorrow? In this episode, that's a question we posed during our coaching call with Kate, a very talented motion graphics designer living in Orange County, California. Kate has been building her business on the side of her day job, and she's ready to make some serious progress toward working for herself full-time. It's time to sink or swim but she's bogged down with so many questions it can be hard to know what to do next in her business. Clay and I do our best to shine light on the most high-impact steps she can take to finally make progress, and it all starts after this quick message from our sponsors. Whether you want to travel more or communicate better with international clients, you need to try Babbel. I've used Babbel's courses, and you can do the same in order to learn real-life conversation skills in a different language, order food, ask for directions, or speak to clients without having to use translation apps. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash freelance. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash freelance, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash freelance. Rules and restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Freelance to Founder. My name is Preston Lee from Milo.co and joining me on the air from getdripify.com is my friend Clay Mosley. Hey Clay. Hey man, how's it going? So good. <laughs> what listeners don't know is that we literally just hung up with each other on a previous call and it's been like five minutes. So I know you're doing good unless something <laughs> catastrophic happened in the last five minutes. But <laughs> also joining us on the air, calling in from uh, Orange County in California in the USA uh, is our new friend, Kate. Hey, Kate, how are you? Good. How are you? So good. Thanks for taking time to jump on a coaching call today. We're excited to chat with you about your business. Yeah, I'm really Excited to hear what you guys have to say. Who? No pressure. No pressure. Yeah, um, let's, do, let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. 
let's dive into it. Kate, tell us a little bit about your business. What kind of work do you offer people? Are you working full-time, side hustle? You know, Do you have any subcontractors? Who are your clients? Anything you want to tell us to get us a, get a picture of your business here? Yeah, so I'm going to start from before I started my business. So I've been working as a motion graphic designer, mostly in the entertainment industry for about 12, maybe 13 years now. And then I guess in 2019, I wanted to start my business and just create motion graphics for smaller clients and kind of break out of the nine to five kind of situation. And um, so, yeah, we, I mean, over the past few years, (laughs) we've all seen a lot. It's um, had a pandemic um, and we're just kind of trying to navigate everything now. And so uh, lots of ups and downs with my business, um, you know, trying to take off, but it's, it hasn't been to the point where I've gotten steady income from that. So I keep having to jump back to doing studio work. And so, yeah, um, I also, I've done a few, uh, business coaching and I've gotten a lot of really good tips, but still haven't gotten a lot of traction with my business yet. You hired Hmm. business coaching, business coaches. That's right. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, and joined one one program. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking at your website right now, which uh, correct me if I'm wrong is is blendingmode.com. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, and it's super cool. Very professionally done. I would say definitely uh, more professional than a lot of the sites that that we see. And um, and I love like how like the the marketing, the copywriting, the the ability to like purchase from you. Very very solid. You've done a really great job yeah, with this. This is awesome. Like, yeah, Thanks. really impressed. I love the I love the domain name. I love uh, I just love the whole brand, the whole thing. Like you've got something really cool going on here. Um, it Thanks. sounds like it sounds like you're you're doing this on the side. Is is it? I guess a goal to take it completely full time, or or are you happy with it being uh, just a successful side hustle? I shouldn't say just. I think that's totally fine. <laughs> but are you are you happy with that situation, or are you hoping to take it full time? Full time for sure. Yeah. Inside of what timeline do you have? Do you have an idea? I mean, I was <laughs> like, uh, I just so we were talking about this before, but I I just came off my maternity leave and started working again. So like, my grand hope was to have like be full time with this when I <laughs> came back from maternity leave, but that that did not come to fruition. <laughs> so, because oh yeah, there was a kid involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Is this is this your first uh child, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I know, I know the feeling. Clay knows yeah. how that goes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Clay's Clay's in the thick of that right now. Yeah, yeah. He's in the trenches right now. <laughs> <laughs> Clay's yeah. you said this before the air. Clay's in the part where you're literally not gonna remember anything that happened right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and my wife right now is at home <laughs> thinking, when are you gonna come back home and help me with this baby? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh uh, well, that's okay. I think uh, I think honestly, if I'm if I'm being honest, just from looking at your website, like you're well on your way um, to building something really cool and sustainable too. So uh, maybe maybe paint a picture for us of like who your ideal client would be. You worked at a lot in the entertainment industry, but who you know who if you were to take this full time, who would be paying your bills? Who are, who's your ideal client? 
Yeah. Um, that, that's something that is probably my main struggle. And I keep, you know, hitting a hurdle with this because I keep getting advice that's saying, Oh, you need a niche down. You need to know your client, Mm. but my Mm -hmm. client could be like anyone. I'd say Mm. that I've, I've been doing some work for a lime scooter and they'd probably be more similar to what I'm looking for. So a, a company that's established that has a good budget and doesn't mm-hmm. have in-house motion graphics people. So they have to mm-hmm. outsource for that. Just really yeah. quick. Are you allowed to use their logo on your website that just says, Hey, I've done work for them. I don't know. If, if, <laughs> not that I'm just wondering, like if you can, I would totally slap that on your website. Yeah, it's just a credibility. I would imagine thing. that's not a problem. And if I get yeah. a cease and desist letter, I will <laughs> abide yeah. by it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. If if I can just speak from previous experience, I'm not a lawyer. We can't give legal advice on this show. This is not legal advice. We we can't be held liable for legal advice. But <laughs> um, I, I have um, some a couple of friends who are intellectual property attorneys. And I've dealt in the past a little bit with some intellectual property issues, and so I'm very familiar with intellectual property law. And the the short answer, the easy answer um, for putting other companies' logos on your website is yes, you can, um, in as much as you're not profiting directly from the use of that logo. So that's where it gets a little bit hairy. Is like, obviously, I can't put a Nike logo on a shoe, right, and go sell it. Um, but can I put Nike's logo on my website and and then you know, sell uh, you know a, a, an animation of some kind or something, right? That's not directly a product that Nike sells. Technically, yes. So, and then you're right, Kate. Really, it's it's like it's allowed in as much as they don't <laughs> send you a cease and desist letter. <laughs> and when they do, you just pull it down, right? So, like, there's there's a lot that happens before you like get sued or something. Plus, they'd have to like prove damages in a lawsuit. So, there's the odds that it's really going to be a problem. And I'm I'm probably pe- preaching to the choir, Kate, but I'm doing this also for the listeners. The odds that that something bad is going to happen from that um, are far outweighed by the positive that you would get by saying like I work with Lime or I work with uh, OWN or whoever. Like you, you've worked with some really cool clients, Kate. Um, you could you could definitely include that on your website, and I think you could add just that extra bit of social proof, which is what Clay's getting at. Um, that that could really just yep. close the okay. deal for some clients. Awesome. You know, it's a yeah. conversion tool. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I'll get off my soapbox about IP law. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> so, so I guess let's let's talk a little bit, Kate, about you know you when you came on the show or before you came on the show, you filled out this questionnaire. Listeners of the show know that we have this freelance to founder questionnaire, this scale where we say you know where are you currently, where do you want to be in the next six six months or maybe a year. You put that right now. You're a one, so you're you're totally freelance, um, but you'd like to be more like a three. Paint us a picture of what that might look like. What what is a three in your book like? What does your business look like in a year from now? So the way I was thinking about three is I don't like I wouldn't necessarily need a team or like maybe at the most I would need um, a digit. Uh, what is it? Um, just kind of somebody who's like managing emails or like simple client things. Mm, um, yeah. Like an assistant but, or something. Yeah. But that I pr- may or may not 
have other designers or motion graphics people that I, that are working for me, but it's it's mostly just me and that I can work for larger companies. Okay, I love that. So you're not really interested, it sounds like, at least not in the next year, in like building up a team and kind of running like an agency. You really, you really just wanna I, I'm getting the vibe. You tell me this. Yeah. Is that right? I'm sorry? Like, you just want you want to be full time with this with this gig, correct? That's, that's right. like the that's like the main goal. And right. and it sounds to me too like you're you're an artist, you're a craftsman. You 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 care about the craft. Like you would be sad if you had to step away from actually making the animations, doing the design, and you just had to like run a business every day. Yeah, but there are a lot of aspects about running the business that I do like. But yeah, I'm a designer, animator, and yeah. I, I don't think I would ever stop doing it, even if yeah, even if I had to. I love that, and and so uh, I guess walk us through maybe um, walk us through maybe some of the biggest hurdles that you're facing. You you mentioned not knowing how to niche down, not not knowing how to identify your audience. Um, where where should we start in today's conversation to help you really get unstuck in some of these areas? What would be most helpful? I I mean the mo- the biggest thing, and I feel like most businesses are just looking for. I need I need a way to find clients, and I I um I keep jumping from thing to thing. So I'll be like, oh, I can do social media marketing, and then I'll go mm. and I'll do that hardcore for like a few weeks and I'm going to be like, this isn't working. And then I'll go and I'll do something else. And so I definitely don't have any consistency in one thing, but it's because I'm worried that that thing that I choose is not going to work. So I'll be going down a path that doesn't lead anywhere. And, um, all, yeah, just, just, um, finding ways to find clients. And there's always, you know, there's always Upwork and different websites where I could look for jobs, but the budgets on those projects are like ridiculously low a lot of the times. Um, and then there's lots of people pitching on those same projects. So I think yeah, it's a better way to make relationships and, um, nurture those relationships and then, um, yeah, have those turn into clients. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're big fans of building relationships uh, with clients, obviously. So, I guess, I guess, what's what's then? I'll ask again. Uh, what's what's really the hangup? I mean, is it is it finding the right people to build those connections with? Is it having the bandwidth because now you're a mom, you you work full time? Uh, is it? I don't know. Is it um, being afraid to do too much marketing and and not be able to fulfill on your promises, I guess. Like, what I'm sort of making things up now, so I'll just let you answer. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think the other thing about my business is that it's the kind of thing where I've I've been looking about it and thinking about it for so long that I'm not really sure what like what I'm looking at anymore. Yeah. Like what I what I need to do. Um, I think like most most recently I've been like, oh, I could. I could focus on making content like on LinkedIn or something and, you know, um, sharing tips on animation or like how to hire an animator and, and things like that. And then kind of, um, find inroads and 
with people build some credibility online and then maybe find clients that way. Um, I, I'm, I'm just curious. Um, I don't know, like, where did you guys start? Maybe like, how, how did you get off the ground with finding clients? Preston, do you want to take this? I saw your mute button go on and off. off. I'll go. I'll go for it. So, um, yours is a little. Your your business is a little bit different because you you do motion graphics, right? Like it's it's yeah. not like it's not like website design. It's it's not marketing. I guess you can you can make an argument. It is marketing, but it's not marketing campaign. So, like the issue, I. One of the hurdles I'm sure you're probably running into is you have to make two sales whenever you're talking to one particular prospect. You have to make the sale of, hey, um, I need to convince you of like what this actually is. And then two, I need to convince you to actually buy it. Is that familiar? <laughs> totally. Yeah, because like everybody knows what a website is. Everybody knows what marketing, like generally speaking, what a marketing campaign is. And so yours is extra difficult. You have an extra hurdle. And so... Although I would say, sorry to interrupt, don't forget yeah. where you're going with it. I would say like there's a certain clientele, there's a certain certain people that that um, know exactly what motion motion graphics sure. are. Right? And so, and like they, they go out and they're like, I need to hire a freelancer to do some cool motion graphics. In fact, I want to talk to you, Kate, after this call because I'm one of those people. Like I need some cool motion graphics. I have no idea how to make them myself. Um, and I don't What's, want like a cheap Fiverr, you know, uh, kind of a, a, a bad job or whatever. So like, yeah, anyway, I think, I think it's less common than like hiring a photographer or hiring a writer, but I think there's people out there that you wouldn't sure. have to convince them first what it is. I would agree with that because I think once you get done with this podcast, you're going to have two clients because I was actually <laughs> thinking the same thing. Awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm the person sure that, for you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, right. So I, I think um, you know it's so funny. I, 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 I don't know how much business you do locally. In the previous episode, we just got done recording. We were talking about how that particular person should do more local networking, but I don't. I think it's going to be the opposite for you. Um, I don't think it's so much local networking stuff. I think yours is more like put it out there on the interweb. Yeah. And and <laughs> see what sticks because like I I have a friend that that does animation and I I have tried to get him to do these like a couple of particular things a couple of things he just won't do them because I think he's just stubborn. Um, hopefully he's not a listener of this podcast because he's going to know who that he's I'm talking <laughs> about him. But whatever well, he needs to hear it then. Yeah. Um, one is I think you could just just to help market yourself to like cold audiences. Well, let me back up for a second. How long does it take you to do a really simple like 5 sec 5 to 10 second animation thing? It really depends. <laughs> it, On I average. mean, I um I mean, I could I could do it in in a couple hours, but I like I don't I don't want to say that cuz cuz I like like oh, a couple hours <laughs> no, of work. no one will hold you to it. Yeah, no, no one, no one listening is gonna hold this. <laughs> okay, let me let me tell you where I'm going with this. The reason I'm I'm saying this is because um, one of the things I think that could help market you in a more entertaining way that that it will catch people's eyes is for for your own content is to take what's 
currently happening in the world, like take trendy topics and somehow twist it into an animation. And if it doesn't take you but more than an hour or two, I would do that all the time. And so I think like, just because I think trendy things catch on very, very easily. And there's just not too many people who do motion graphics like this. So I I just think that that kind of general um, content strategy for your business on social media, I think it would, I think it would pick up some decent traction in my opinion. Okay. I don't know if you've done that. Yeah, because because you're because you're coming at it from the angle where, oh, you you are your own content creator. Like you can you can very easily make a lot of content, Mm -hmm. and then post Mm -hmm. it on Instagram or TikTok or wherever. Yeah, like like for example, for example, a really good one that you could do is to um, something that just happened is uh, Betty White just passed away, right? Yeah. So you could do something that that could um, honor her life somehow. Just a really simple five-second motion graphic that's kind of an animated version of her. Mm-hmm. I think that would that would that could have not every single one of them, okay, but maybe like one or two out of ten might get some traction. And so I think if you did something like that, I think that would get some traction and get people's attention. And then they'll be mm-hmm. like. Who made this for you? Like, who actually did this? Oh, I did it. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk. You know what I mean? Right. I I, I just think like, and you would have a never ending list of ideas. All you got to do is just go to top news stories or top trending things that are happening. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I think think that's a great idea uh, as a way, as sort of a long-term strategy to just consistently be creating content. I will add another another idea, and that is, you know, you said how did, how did we get started finding clients? And I, so I've just done a lot of direct outreach. Like that's how I got my start. I just just was sort of unabashedly reaching out to people and saying like, here's what I offer, and I want to work with you. Um, that that actually was really successful in the beginning. Uh, sometimes people just like a straightforward approach, right? They don't they don't always need to be. Uh, warmed up and all of that. Sometimes people are just in business and they have a problem that needs solved and they want to solve the problem and you can solve it for them. And so um, that that could work potentially. It is fairly time consuming depending on if you use tools. I've you know I've mentioned on the show before a tool I used to use called Reply that does a great job. Um, but I, I I think maybe more pertinent to this story or to your story or your situation, is actually a conversation I had a few years ago with my friend Bobby. And Bobby's been on the show a couple of times, so listeners may be familiar with Bobby, but he was working full-time at a company. Uh, Well, let me back up even more. Bobby and I were working together full-time at a company. We both got laid off on the same day. On that day, I took my business full-time, and he went and got another job. Uh, He then worked one or two more jobs, and um, we would get together all the time and talk about... uh, you know, just how things were going. He would ask me about my business. I would ask him about his job and his side business because he was running a business on the side. And it was like an Instagram-based sort of influencer-style business model. And he was doing okay, but he was mostly getting paid like in sample products and coupons and like not not real hard money, right? So so he was kind of having this struggle of like, where do I take my business from here? I it it sounds to me very similar to your situation where it's just like I've been doing it a while. I don't really know like 
you know, it's weird to be in it this long and still be asking, where do I start? <laughs> right. And that can be kind of a, a disheartening moment. But, but then, um, so, so like I gave him advice of things to do and he tried some of them and some worked, some didn't, and he just never really got traction with it. Then he got, uh, he got laid off. I think got laid off or the company went under or something, the company that he was at. And, and he decided, okay, I'm tired of this whole, like having a job only to get laid off thing. I'm going to start my business. Uh, I'm going to run it full time. And in that moment, like everything changed because no longer did he have a safety net. And he did stuff totally different than what he was doing in his side hustle. Because as a side hustle, you you have a safety net of a day job and you just kind of, if you're not careful, you can just kind of float along and um, and make some money here or there, but like it's not pressing. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, if you don't do it, really nothing bad's going to happen um, because it's kind of extra extra money. And and so as soon as he decided to take it full time, like he started really focusing on the revenue. And that's where this very long-winded story is getting to, is like, yes, you can focus on content. Yes, you can focus on marketing. Yes, you can focus on your website, which looks great. You can focus on you know your niche and and your ideal client and all this stuff. But if you're not focused on like, I have to actually get money in the bank. And that might mean doing a project you don't love in the beginning so that you can do more projects you love later. Or that might mean taking a lower pay in the beginning uh, on Upwork or on Fiverr or something like that so that later you have a portfolio to show a bigger client. You know what I mean? Like, like sometimes it's just about getting... Clay and I have both been in this situation where it's just like, just get some money in the door. Clay used to sell websites for dirt cheap. I mean, so low. Um, I remember him telling me. So low. And, and I used to do the, the same thing. $500. 500 bucks. <laughs> one time. Yeah. For, for tons of work. For building a whole website. So we're not saying like, go, go sell yourself short. Go whatever. But like, it feels to me, and you can tell me, Kate, if I'm totally off base. It feels to me a little bit like you're very focused on the art. You're very talented. You're very good at your craft. But I'm not sure yet that you're focused on the money, probably because you don't need it right now. You probably are doing okay at your job. Um, maybe you have other income in the house. I don't know. But like, it feels to me like you need more of a focus on money. Does that resonate at all? Uh, yeah. Um, I I feel like I'm past the point of like I have enough portfolio work that I don't necessarily need to do work for very low amounts okay. of money. Okay. I need to like be fo- like trying to focus more on finding bigger clients or clients with a budget. Um, Got it. And like, I'm, I'm not sure if they're hang- they're going on Fiverr and, and Upwork to find their animators. Okay. okay that's um, fair. Yeah. I guess um, I guess though but, my yeah. question though is 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 and, and I, I see I see what you're saying about that. So I can I can sort of retract <laughs> that comment. But but I guess what I'm saying is like um if you lost your job tomorrow, right? Uh and suddenly you had to make up your your revenue that you get from your full-time job, what would you do? What would you do differently? Is is maybe an, a question I'd like to ask you. What what would you do? Tomorrow, if you had bills to pay, uh, a baby to take care of, and no full-time job to fall back on. Yeah, I would, I mean, yeah, I would start 
I would probably start making a ton of content <laughs> and and trying to trying to find clients and meet, reaching out to maybe some connections on LinkedIn. Um, and yeah, I I know what I see what you're saying by like when you're thrown in the deep end, like it's sink or swim, mm-hmm. and that's when mm-hmm. you can really um, like start to get that traction. Um, but the the other thing is. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's gonna wanna take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs, and did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. Like free, like being a freelancer in more of the studio space, another option is, oh, I can, I can just look for work at other studios and that's really easy. Like I can, mm-hmm. I can do that really quickly, but now I'm trying to be the studio and find clients and the studios are fantastic at finding clients, but I am not. <laughs> so that's good. That's kind of, that's well, kind of but, you're, but you're not like trying conundrum. to be, you're, you're not trying to be a studio. Right. And and when we say that's studio, right. let me just clarify. Cause you've talked that you've worked in like, in like television uh, entertainment. You're not talking about a TV studio. You're talking about like an agency, right? Like a, I've worked or, or, for both. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I just think you're not trying to be an agency. You're not trying to be a studio. Right. You're, you're trying to be a, a successful full-time freelancer, at least for now. And so like, it, it feels like saying, well, now I'm trying to be the studio and find the clients is disingenuous to what you say you want to be over the next 12 months. And I'm being kind of hard on you, Kate, that's so right. I apologize. Right. It's out of, yeah. it's out no, of love and right. concern. But 
And so like, and, and so maybe, maybe you do become the go-to freelancer for five agencies in your area, right? That would be a quick path to full-time revenue. Yeah. Um, agencies don't yeah. have, they typically don't have animator, full-time animators on staff. Yeah. Right. They'll have and, a full-time graphic advanced, designer, but not an animator. Right. And hiring me freelance would keep them from having this staff someone. That's most totally. graphics. Yeah. They can do it at a fraction of the cost, and yet it's great money for you still. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about doing something like that. And and that's that's helpful because it can give me more of an idea of the type of client I'd be approaching. Like I, I could approach a, like a studio as a client, like, or um, an yeah. agency as a client. Yeah. It adds clarity really fast, right? To the kinds of people that you could approach. Yes. Have you thought, I'm, I'm going to kind of switch gears. Have you thought about doing, I'm just looking at your website um, because I'm, uh, where is it? Okay, so you sell these packages, right? Five. How do you pronounce it? I'm curious. Is it GIF yeah. or GIF? You say GIF. <laughs> I say GIF. Okay. All right. I will say GIF for you. <laughs> no. Do you say GIF? He says I condescendingly. Say, I I say GIFs. You say oh, you GIF? know what? Screw it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say GIFs. This is this is our podcast. I'm, gonna I'm say just GIF. I'm just I'm just pronunciation shaming you. <laughs> Well, you know, the English language is like the, the most complicated one. So anyways, all right, my point. Um, <laughs> you sell five GIFs in five days package. I'm curious, have you tried to sell a monthly recurring package? Um, no. Have but, you thought so, about it? So the thing, the, the thing with the GIFs is like, this is kind of like an experiment that, that didn't, that didn't go very far because I found myself, like you were saying before, having to explain what gifts were and how you could use them mm-hmm. to to try and make sales. So um, I feel like selling animated logos or selling animated icons is like a better term than this now. So I, I need to evolve from, from yeah. that business model. But yeah, um, I I would love to sell like retainer packages or something like that um and i'm struggling in my mind trying to figure out what that would look like that wouldn't just equal like um somebody paying a base price and then me um just um like doing more than than mm-hmm. just like overworking trying yeah, to meet that retainer sure. So I'll give you a couple ideas. I have no idea if they're going to work. They make sense to me um, because I think I would actually be a, a pretty good ideal client for you. Um, so I'm just going to give you my thoughts. Yeah. And so I think there's a couple of ways you could do this. You could do the one-offs, right? Like, let me animate your logo or an icon, right? But the issue with that and the issue with with these um, five-day packages is that it's a one-time transactional fee once you're done with it. Now you got to go find the next person, right? Right. Um, and then you got to do the two different sales. You got to be like, okay, well, um, let me convince you uh, what this is and why you need it. And then I need to convince you to buy it. So that's super tough. Um, 
if you can figure out how to create a monthly retainer package and you find the right people, then it's so much easier. And I don't know how many clients you need to to go full-time with this, but let's just hypothetically say five. Um, And let's just say you're charging, you know, 500, uh, I don't know, I'm hypothetical. Okay, let's say 10. Hypothetically, $500 a month at 10, 10 clients. Maybe that's what it is. I'm just pulling these numbers out of the air. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so much easier to find 10 recurring clients. And then you got that going forward as long as you keep them happy instead of having to like always go through, through this feast famine cycle, right? So mm-hmm. like once, yeah. you, once you land me or Preston or as like a recurring client, Boom, as long as you keep us happy, we're going to keep paying that every single month. And it just stacks. And so a yeah. couple of ideas for what you could do here is one, you could do um, just create, uh, I don't know, like create just, I would say generalized animations. And I see that you do have like uh, pre-designed animations here that people people can buy but the way you can turn this around into a monthly retainer is hey buy my monthly uh retainer option where you can get five uh, five uh animations just the general ones of the month and you get it f- i get five per month and i pay you a flat dollar each month and whatever those five are that's just what i get and so this is where I think why some of the business coaches that have been telling you to to niche down because like if I'm a real estate agent I'm going to want real estate animations, right? right. I'm not going to I'm not going to want stuff about sustainable energy. So that's where I see why you would have to niche and you can start with it doesn't to me that doesn't mean you have to like if you say okay, I'm going to only do sustainable energy. Um, that doesn't mean you have to stay there. That just means you start there and then you add on to another industry and say, okay, I wanna, I'm going to expand into real estate and now I, I have a real estate monthly retainer. And whatever those five I create in that month, that's what everybody gets. And so that way, it doesn't matter if you have one retainer client, client or a thousand, you only have to make the five animations mm-hmm. Doing that the same month. amount of work. No yeah, what. same amount of work. So that's one idea. Um, and I think you should do both of these ideas. That, so that's that's the first one. And that's just kind of the generalized um, monthly retainer. The second one is if somebody wants custom stuff pertaining to them. So uh, so what you could do is like, like for me, I would just want to go, hey, Kate, I want three, two or three. Uh, and you can have different levels, but let's just say I want three uh, animations per month. I don't care what you do it on. Just go and look at my social content and choose three ideas and just animate it for me. And just deliver them to me every, you know, every single month and come up with three new ideas. Like, that's the way I think. I can see what I can see how how clients could be like, okay, well, let's talk about the next three and like, let's make it very, very specific. I can see where it could go down that road. But this is where you have to be like, this is my package. This is how it works. I'm just going to choose three based off of your current social media content. And that's what you get. Okay. That's the only way I think it works. That way you don't get overworked like you, you mentioned before. 
Because if you gotta if you gotta create three custom animations every single month for a single client, and you go through that whole process of like, let's do a discovery and a call and blah blah, mm-hmm. it's exhausting. What yes. the the package especially, I think, especially as a side hustle. Yeah, so yeah. Um, even a, even a full time gig, but it's even full, exhausting. Yeah, totally. So to me, the only way this part works is you put this package together that says, "I'm just going to choose three ideas on your business based off your content, and I'm going to deliver them to you. And whatever you get is whatever you get. But it is custom to them. It's only their stuff, and it's only getting delivered to that person. So mm-hmm. I think by doing those, and you can price that a little higher." Um, and I think if you do those simultaneously, those two ideas, I think you can make a pretty good killing. So what would be the selling point of those? Like what what would be the advantage to okay, like I'm just I'm gonna make it like like oh, cause cause animation like like brings more attention to your brand. Um yeah, it's social content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and video, you know, if they upload it as a video or as a GIF or whatever, you're yeah. we're seeing more engagement on social media that way, right? That's the total selling point. Mm-hmm. And what I love, what I love about this model too is like, it seems like a natural progression. You can move clients up the price tier very, very easily. So you could even start with like. Um, sign up for my, you know, for my client email list, and I will send you. One free animated um, sticker or something to use in your business every week or every month or whatever you feel like is reasonable, and then it's like everyone who gets the free one, maybe they really enjoy those, and then all the time you're pushing like, um, "Hey, are you in real estate? Are you in whatever, uh, whatever industry?" Um, I have this monthly package where I send you three new stickers a month or three new gifs a month or whatever you want to send them. Um, in in your industry that you can use without you know without copyright issues whatever you're free to use them royalty free you can use them in your social stuff in your website in your videos uh, and then from there you can say well if you're enjoying those I'll do this custom package that Clay's talking about where I do three custom things and yep. then frankly if you want to charge ten times that for like a very very custom thing where it's like I don't know. Uh, you know, they they pick the things, they go through the brief. Like if you want to do that, that that really frankly sounds like kind of a pain compared to the other, then yeah. you just charge 10 times that amount and you have yeah. a thousand people getting your free thing, and you have, you know, 25 people getting your monthly thing, and you have five people getting the other one, and one person being the the huge high maintenance client, and it all evens out to a pretty good revenue. So I'm yep. a little confused about the um what the difference is between those two different things, like the generic one and the custom one? The the generic one is industry specific, um, just basing off the conversation or what I just talked about. So it'll be like let's just stay let's just stay with real estate. It could just be generically something about real estate, right? Um, but a custom one is going to be custom to that person's brand. So, and and the ideas that you would get are going to be from from uh, their their own social media. So, um, so for an example, the generic ones you could say, um, oh, I don't know what's uh, 
uh, what's an idea for real estate? Maybe real estate's not the right example. <laughs> well, so it's like so maybe um, there, maybe there's like an animation that that um, that just like it shows a little. This is maybe cheesy. Who knows? We're coming up with this on the fly here, but uh, you know, it's like maybe like a, a little house and a and a family or something in it, and then and then they're able to type up like in their social feed, like the importance of a home in regards yeah. to building a family, right? And it really like touches on the emotion, the emotional part of buying a home. But then, like for a, for a brand, it would be like, well, maybe they're the the you know the. They have they hold some record for selling houses the fastest in Orange County or something, right? So then mm-hmm. you see that in their social feed that they won some award for the best realtor in Orange County. So then mm, that's good. Then you then you pull that that announcement out of their social feed that they've already made, and you make some sort of cool graphic so they can repost it other places, post again on social. Um, but it's like very like that animation would not work for anyone else because it's built especially for them. Maybe it it goes you know it turns their logo into a trophy and into a heart and into a house and then it's back to their logo or you know what I mean? Like it's very specific to to their brand. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Clay? Right. Yes, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's, that's super helpful too because it it's it's very this is very similar to what I'm doing for Lime Scooter, um, mm. but they're like right now they're doing the design and then they hand off the files to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Whereas I feel like it's possible that they could be also happy with me doing the designs and animating. Yeah. I would like, I don't know someone like me and I don't know if I'm the norm or if I'm just the weird one. I don't want to deal with that. I just want somebody to just look at my shit and just yeah. animate something really cool. Yeah. I don't like I don't care what it is because honestly if I posted it it's approved. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I if I didn't like the content I wouldn't have posted it. And so that like that's what I want. I don't want to have to deal with like oh let me come up with the design and all the ideas like no. I just but but, but a company the size a company the size of Lime like they yeah. might prefer that, right? They have like a graphic design team that knows all their brand guidelines and yada yada. So like a little bit different company size than your company, and, and so yeah, if that's different the company client, size, Kate's going uh, for sure. And it sounds like that's who Kate's going after is like maybe this sort of medium, medium to large size, maybe a tech startup or or an agency or something where potentially you know they would they would have an in house team. Can I suggest Kate a couple other applications that I see that are possibilities? Um, mm-hmm. Logo designers. Now, I don't know, this probably wouldn't be high-ticket stuff, but it could maybe be a good way to get some medium-ticket stuff and then get your name out there um, uh-huh. to, to bring in referrals. And that is logo designers um, are great at designing logos, and everyone wants like that cool, fancy logo animation. Like when Google redesigns their logo or when Airbnb redesigns their logo, they get a nice motion graphic to go along with it, right? Maybe it's mm-hmm. their old logo con- transitioning to their new one or whatever. But logo designers traditionally can't do that, and so they have to hire that out. So if every month you had five new uh, logo designers who had, um, you know, clients, what was it? Let me try again. If if you could find every month a logo designer who has like five new clients or ten new clients or twenty new clients, um, and just animate their logo for them, like now you're building this network of people whose logo you've worked on. They're going to share that logo reveal with all of their customers. Like you're now getting this reach and this marketing that just from working with a logo designer who's already going to get 
already going to be doing 10 or 20 projects a month. Yeah. Um, and, and it's super easy for them to you just be like their go-to person for animating their logo. The other potential audience that I want to share with you, and then I'll shut up because I'm talking a lot, uh, is is tech startups. And and I say that partly because you live near, you live in Southern California, so so you sort of live at least in the same time zone as a lot of these tech startups like in Silicon Valley. But think about a tech startup, like every time they have a new feature that they want to show off, they need an animation. Or at least it looks better than like a screenshot or some text, right? If you can show, like I notice on your website, you have like a hand with a thumb tapping a phone, um, like that kind of thing. And I know your stuff for Lime is similar. Like a tech startup is going to have new features twice a month or every month or every couple months that they might need animated. And so that could be a nice recurring revenue possibility there as well. Right, right. Okay, awesome. And then, and like a, approaching like a tech startup, if I don't have a direct contact with them, that would be like a just a bunch of cold emails type of thing, right? Have you seen? Yeah, I mean, yes. Um, have you seen? Uh, oh, what is her name? Emily Zugay. Have you no. seen her on TikTok? Mm-mm. Go look her up. Um, it's it's Emily. Z-U-G-A-Y. She's a graphic designer. Go just go look at her what she's doing. Um, it's hilarious. And I'm and I'm I'm not saying that you need to go and copy her, but the reason, like just for context, what she does is that she takes really popular companies, like worldwide companies, and in, in a very sarcastic way quote-unquote, redesigns them to be better. And they're just the most terrible logo design ever. And it, she's, just, she's just kind of being like funny with it. I'm not saying that's what you need to do. But what you could do is you could, you could do that. You could be like, hey, guys, um, just for fun, I decided to animate Starbucks's logo and, and then just post it. Without, right. without, and then tag them. And you do that with a whole bunch of companies. And eventually, you're going to get somebody's attention. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good and and depending yeah. on depending on how long it takes to animate a logo, for example, you could even go like you're saying cold cold calling. If you if you're not great at calling someone up and making a pitch, there are various ways you can like cold pitch someone. You could go onto like Product Hunt, for example, where new tech startups are launching their products all the time, um, and you could just like take someone's logo from their Product Hunt page and animate it and email it to them and say, here, I animated your logo for you in case you want to use it places. If you have any other motion graphic needs, I would love to work with you. It looks like you're doing some really cool stuff. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's that's the oh. cold pitch, right? And, and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like really stiff. and it, it can just be your own personality and and start by offering some value when you reach out and, um, and you'll see the value come mm-hmm. back. I'm, I'm going to back up a step and say, I think you should animate all of... Her- Emily's ugly logos. That is a great idea. <laughs> I'm not even joking about this. I think you should do it and tag her and tag the yeah. company that she tags and just yeah. do it over and over. You're gonna get... I, I guarantee you nobody's animating those ugly ass logos. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Definitely unique. No, the question is where do I get the, where do I get the high res for, for her logos? Yeah, you, you can know. figure that out. You can figure that yeah, out. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Yeah. 
Kate, what's what's uh, not, what resonating? We have res, by the way. <laughs> what's that? We have just they're, the, not, they're <laughs> not high res. They look like freaking clip art is what they look like. So I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> um, Kate, we have we have just a few minutes left here. Is there anything else we can help you with? I hope this has been a helpful session so far. Uh, this this is really helpful, and um, I have a lot of. These are a lot. This is a lot of gold here. Um, Can I have I one more? I don't think I. I don't think I have any um, any more questions right now. Um, or if I could get any words of advice for how to like stick with. One, okay, so if I like take one of these ideas, like how do I like just stick to it? <laughs> And just like mm. keep doing it consistently, because I can I can make it happen for a yeah. few weeks. But if I don't see it happening very quickly, then I'm like, okay. Like next well, wait, yeah. wait. Let me let me let me come back to you with a question. Why why do you feel like you should stick with it if it's not working? Um. Well, there there is the the consistency. Like the it's a lot. Of, it's really important to be consistent with something to see it. Yeah, work. for sure. Okay. I, what, what's your yeah. what's your definition of not working? Um, I mean that's a, that's the other thing where it's like, well, I like I did this thing for a week and it doesn't have a million followers. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Just like, to uh, me, <laughs> the, the, okay. So if if you've listened to some of our episodes, President and I are big on pre-selling. Okay. So what mm-hmm. you could do is like in, like some of these ideas take a lot of time and effort. Um. Especially the, the monthly retainer idea. The now the marketing ideas you're just gonna have to be consistent with because that takes time. But um, the trying to sell these new monthly retainer packages, one thing that you could do just to see if it works is instead of like going through the, the whole like I'm gonna create um, a whole landing page and like shopping cart and blah blah blah. Instead of going through all that work, um, just choose like. Five, ten people who you think might be interested in this idea, and just pitch it to them over like Facebook Messenger or email or text or whatever, and see if they bite. And if one person buys it, then it's it's good. Like it's a good idea. Um, and then go with that. Like to me, that's that is sufficient as far as like the opposite of not working. Um so I don't know, Preston. You got ideas? Yeah, there? yeah. My advice. I I agree with that. I think that's great. Very helpful. I, I my advice is um is to recognize that there for me there are two different types of marketing. There's like long term, um, long term like branding, relationship building, all of that, and and that includes like posting on social consistently. A lot of these actions, yes, you have to perform them consistently to see results over time, but they are long term. Right, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna rephrase or I'm gonna repose the question that I posed earlier, which is like, if you lost your job today and you had to start making up for that revenue, you you what would you do? And and I would I would guess and I would hope that you wouldn't just um, try just these long term strategies, which do work and are important and are valuable, but they're they take a long time, and yeah. so you also like. There's also then the short-term high-impact stuff, the cold outreach, the the doing, like I said, work for free on Product Hunt just to get your foot in the door somewhere. Um, like 
I think I think uh, yes, you need to be consistent, but you need to have the ex- the right expectations with the consistent stuff. And that expectation is this is going to take a year or two or three to really build up like an audience and a following and some traction. Uh, and then the other, and then the expectation that you currently have, which is like, well, it's not working this week. I don't have a million followers. Those are the kinds of expectations you should have with your short term marketing. If you're doing a bunch of cold outreach and no one's getting back to you, then yeah, you should be disappointed and you should figure out what's going wrong. Um, because if you're not getting an immediate reply to that kind of marketing, then something is definitely off. So I think it's just important to, yes, be consistent, but be consistent and have the right expectations about the right kind of marketing. Does that help at all? Gotcha. Yes. Let me tell you, um, you can go look at my social following. I don't have a big following. In fact, you could ar- I could argue it's a small following. I have... Oh man, my hiccups are back. Oh my god. Hey, the hiccups <laughs> are back. Oh, in, oh. in case you missed it, two hours ago in our real time timeline, Clay, yeah. or two and a half hours ago, he was like, Should I come on the podcast today? I've had hiccups for two days. And I was like, Yeah, just come <gasps> on anyway. And then <sighs> 20 minutes before that episode, he's like, Hey, they went away. And now no, they're no, back. No. So Every daughter, seconds. Does your we, have we must be almost done. <laughs> she does. Does your does your baby girl have hiccups? Yeah. Yeah. I she feel does. like what? I feel like something similar happened to me or my husband with the baby having hiccups, and then we also I don't know it's weird. Anyway, That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, let me yeah. let me try to get through this last five minutes uh, without without <laughs> too much hiccups. Oh my god. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I don't have a big following. I have four hundred <laughs> Instagram followers. I have nine hundred follow Facebook uh, likes. Um, <laughs> 160 YouTube subscribers. Like you can go look. I don't have a big following, but I make seven figures a year in revenue. Revenue, right? So, and it's yeah. That, it's not about having a million followers. It's about having followers who turn mm, into yeah. clients. It's the right. Yep. It's having the right relationships. Exactly what Preston said is like if if you have like a relationship with someone who can send you endless business, like a like a logo designer. Like that's good. Like if you get like five of the five of those or ten of those, like you're you're set. You are set. Yeah. So don't let that discourage you. Right. Yeah, I think it's just all about like managing expectations with with the kind of work that you're putting out. I mm-hmm. like yeah. You you may not need if you know if if you're not like a media company where you rely on advertising, you don't need a million followers, like Clay's saying, right? Yeah. And so, yep. yeah, keeping it all in perspective can be can be very helpful and reassuring and help you be more consistent because you don't get discouraged early on, right? Yeah. Can I add, can I add one more thing? Um, I, I'm looking on your website. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, and then you say, uh, as part of the package, I'm trying not to hiccup, hang on. <laughs> um, as part of the package, you show, you, you give instructions on how to use animations in eight different ways. I would love if you can create a page that actually shows how to do those things. That's public. That's public. And make them videos and say, hey, here's way number one. I actually did make a video. Oh, perfect. Already. I I don't see it publicly on your website. And I think that would help sell this if somebody got it on your website. Right. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Because I'm I'm familiar with, with what you do. I'm trying to think of eight different ways, and I don't know if I can. So yeah, there's, I'm there's, yeah, there's like even more than eight. It's 
It's crazy. Yeah. I would love to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And you're clearly passionate about it, which I love. I think let your passion shine through in some of that stuff. And boy, it'll just, I think it's going to do really cool things. Kate, unfortunately, we're out of time. This has been so much fun. I hope it's been helpful for you. Um, so helpful. Great. Before we uh, before we sign off, why don't you let people remind people where they can find you, where they can connect connect with you in case they also need a motion graphic designer. Yeah, um, my website is blendingmode.com, B-L-E-N-D-I-N-G.com. And my Instagram handle is at hello blending mode. And that's the two best places to find me. Awesome. And if you want to come on the show like Kate has come on, we would love to have you uh, just visit freelance2founder.com. And at the bottom of the page, there's some instructions. Kate, it's not too painful to uh, fill out the questionnaire and find a time, is it? It's crazy easy. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, again, it's been a pleasure. Uh, we'd love to check back in with you in a few months and see how some of these ideas are panning out in your business. And until then, good luck. Great. Thank you. Okay. Take care. See ya. See ya. Freelance to Founder is produced by the team at Millo. Visit millo.co to level up your freelancing. And Dripify, visit getdripify.com to become a bad A in business. Freelance to Founder is also part of the Podglomerate. You can check out more amazing podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music for this show was produced by Joaquin Carud. You can catch past episodes at freelancetofounder.com or by searching Freelance to Founder in your favorite podcast player. While you're at it, we'd love an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for now. Until next time, see ya.